Thank you.
Bobbity, bobbity, bob. We are back. We are back. We are back. Shout out to the CIA. One love to the FBI. I apologize a little bit behind, but you know, happy freaking holidays, everybody. Your godfather is back, and the house is, of course, packed. Let's get into it. Shirley, how you doing, girl? Man. How you doing, Big Shirley? It's your time to shine like a box of wine. Oh, 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 oh. Don't know what just happened there, but we'll figure it out. All right, stop that. So we're going, we're going, we're going. Let's see if we can get the audio back where it's supposed to be. Force quit some of this stuff because it's a little bit too much. Active uh, system preferences. Let's shut that down. Activity monitor. Shut that down. And let's start it all over again to see if we can get it. Because we shouldn't have any change in the sound. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lambs, drams, hogs, dogs, pigs, chicken, turkey, pasta.
Testing, 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 testing. Damn. Luckily, it's a holiday. Audio, video, stream, account. Duh. Testing, 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 testing. Bingo. All right, let's get into it. Don't know what just happened, but either way it goes. They, uh, the software I used, they just did an up, update, and sometimes it's set to automatic anyway. Uh, big Shirley, how you doing? Girl, get up off the speaker. This is what happened with Shirley. They said that big ass on the speakers. Mess up every damn thing. But you know what? She makes a hell of a bread pudding, and she can fuck up a peach cobbler. So how are we doing, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the house, and the house is packed. Your godfather is here. We want to make sure we keep the likes and engagement up over 50%. Why is that? Because, I mean, because I just like it when it's that way. Work too damn hard and especially making all these daggum errors. Come on, folks. So we see it's the holidays. Hope you guys are going to be having a good holiday. Hope your family's coming into town. Hope you're going to see your loved ones. My loved ones are coming in town. And this is when it's the time of the year that's most important to spend with those you love. All we need to do is make sure to keep the engagement up. Over 50%, we got the likes going. We got the likes up. We doing what we need to do. There we are. Yeah, Big Shirley tried it, man. She got greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, lambs, rams, hogs, dogs, picky, chicken, pasta, turkey, fish. All right, you guys see it. Candle of the evening. Uh, it is called Laurier 62, a hot mess, but I love it. And fragrance of the evening for oud for incense November for incense November. This is the uh, fragrance. It's called Black Afghano. For all my people who like to smoke a little bit, if you like to smoke a little hookage, this right here, man. Here's the thing. I'm gonna tell you right now, though. Don't get pulled over when you don't get pulled over driving with this because they might think you've been smoking a little bit of that, a little bit of that hocus pocus. This stuff is sexy. Sexy, sexy, sexy. What's going on, Bentley? Is it Bentley Bear or Baccarat Bear? What did we call him? I forgot what we called him. Let's make sure we're all organized in here. Let's zoom in a little bit more so we're not out of focus. Boom, because we're going to get right into the monologue. Here's one of the things that I notice more often, more often than anything else when talking to women. Uh, more often than not when talking to women, especially when it comes to this whole high value man versus modern woman thing. Women tend to have a big damn problem with men's preferences. And ladies, it doesn't matter how you feel about them. Just like you have preferences, so do men. Especially the kind of men you want. The men you want have preferences. And they don't tend to want women. Uh, they, and, they, and they want their preferences met. Let me go ahead and uh, do something different. Because we're going, we're going to set it to the fire settings. Let's get to crystal fire we need the lights to bounce for this mother sucker because it's gonna be hot why is this important 
Because there are some things that high value men understand that modern women don't. And first, first, the first thing high value men understand that modern women don't is that they are the prize. That they are not. That they are the limited quantity, not the prize. Don't scratch prize. They are the limited quantity. Meaning that it is easier to find an attractive woman who's fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive. It is easier to find a woman like that than to find a man that's of value. Women don't tend to like these realities, but it doesn't change anything. Why do you know that women don't tend to like these realities? Because as soon as men start talking about their preferences, this is when all the sign language, shame, insults, guilt, and the need to be right come into play. I watched a video today where the people on the video, these women were just, first off, they lied up, lied up one side and down the other. He came on there and cussed that woman out. He told her this, he told her that. And all I told that woman was, at your height, weight, and all this other kind of stuff, you don't have the kind of leverage you think you have over men. Gentlemen, they don't like it when you start to have preferences. But see, men who are higher value, and let me talk about, let me, let me, hold on, let me go ahead and um, put it up on the screen for those people who are new. For those people who are new, let's put it up on the screen. High value men, you earn $10,000 a month or more. That's $120,000 annually. You've been making that money for at least three to five years. High value men recognize you as a peer or a potential peer. You got a network of high value men and others. You're living a visible life that's kind of linked in level and, and you're important to others, you're useful to others in a group. A man like that is what we consider to be higher value. And in order to keep your high value status, you must maintain discipline, integrity, ethics, morals, and ethics. See, you aren't born this. Men are not born this. Men have to make themselves into something. A lady, women, you guys have to maintain your value. Men have to attain value. So when men do the things that they have to do to become a man of value, you better believe that he understands and knows it. And he is going to get something in the marketplace for it. And this is what ladies dislike so much because women are born into having certain amounts of value and certain amount of privilege especially if you're an adjustable six that means cute to pretty or if you're eight pretty nine beautiful ten gorgeous if you're adjustable six six adjustable six eight nine or ten women like that have had privilege there they've had their privileges as soon as they uh sprouted into womanhood somebody's wanted something from them They've gotten free access to things. They've had men break their neck to try to talk to them. They've had men simping. They've had all kinds of stuff. So it's so strange to these women that finally, when they hit the danger zone, danger zone, age 27 to 35, when their beauty starts to hit the wall, then all of a sudden they start losing something they had all their life and they they were born into. Well, why, how, do they, how do you justify them starting to lose this kind of stuff? If you guys don't want me to stop uh the broadcast you guys don't want me to take a break you want to make sure we keep the likes and engagement up if you guys don't want me to stop the monologue keep it the engagement up because if i look over and we're under 50 percent on the likes we stop why is this so important because when women have when women when women have a privilege 
It's hard to imagine a world where they don't have it. But ladies, how are some of the ways that you ladies start to lose your privilege? And here's something that high value men understand that modern women don't. Just like you can lose your high value status, you can lose your privilege as a woman. Understand something. There are a few things that high value men understand that modern women don't. One, that SMV, sexual marketplace value, is a reality. I've heard women uh, with this psycho babble talking about this is a niche theory. This is just something on this particular side of YouTube. Sexual marketplace value has always been a reality for both men and women. It just wasn't called sexual marketplace value. Just like when you go to buy a product or a service in the marketplace, you know what the upper and the lower end is on something that you are willing to, that you're going to buy. You know what kind of car you can qualify for, home, such and so forth. Sexual marketplace value is that the value of a man and a woman in the open dating marketplace, and a woman's sexual marketplace value is influenced by her looks, her weight, her womb. Her looks, her weight, her womb, her reputation. Her looks, her weight, her womb, her reputation. Her looks, her weight, her womb, her reputation. If you're, if she's unattractive, her value is lower. If she's overweight, her value is lower. If she has a low reputation, if she, if she has a low if she has a low reputation, if she belongs, she belongs to the streets. Then her sexual marketplace value is lower. If she has kids, her her sexual marketplace value is lower. Just like a man who has no money, who's broke. I'm going to, we're going to focus on women. Women know what lowers a man's sexual marketplace value. Those are things that impact your sexual marketplace value. It has always been a reality. A woman's looks, weight, reputation, and womb have always been a reality. It's just called sexual marketplace value. And, and modern and high value men know this. Average men know this. Modern women play goddamn game goofy and stupid when it comes to sexual marketplace value. They also play stupid when it comes to the wall. Well, ladies, the wall is there. Your creator, if you believe in God, gave you a wall. There's a point in time in your life when you go through menopause. That is a that is a biological wall. You are no longer able to you are no longer able to carry life. Your womb is no more. It's out of service. That is a wall. Well, if you know that and it's called menopause, there's something that happens way before menopause It's called age 30. Age 30 is where all women hit the wall. It is the chronological age where men worldwide have agreed that women's age, where their, where their value starts to drop. Why is that important? Danger zone! From 27 to 35, you're not at the wall yet, but you're fast approaching. But at age 30, whoo, you start, you cross the wall. One, you've got five years left before geriatric pregnancy attaches. The amount of time that you have to be able to carry successfully children and multiple children has been greatly diminished. I don't care what a filter will do for you, lip projections, this, this Botox, whatever, mommy makeover, you cannot beat father time. 
the wall is real. And the difference is there is a wall for women. The wall for men is not quite the same. Men get better as we age. As a matter of fact, I would not trade the 52-year-old for me for the 25-year-old me for anything because I am far more valuable now than I was when I was half my age. And that's the beautiful thing. Women's value is given to them up front. Men have to earn their value and we get to use it over a longer period of time. At 52, I can date women my age, younger. I can date women half my age. Off of me, yes. So can so many other men, especially a man who is higher value. Two things that high value men understand that women don't, that we judge, off the, that high value men judge women more harshly off of their sexual marketplace value and the wall. The next things, next thing a high value man understands that modern women don't, what is it? That there is, a, that, that there is something called competition and options. You ladies need to understand the kind of man you want, you must compete for him. And I am sorry, for, especially for women who have had privilege the notion of competition to a woman who's had privilege is foreign because she's used to being competed for. Sorry if you're single out here and you are eight, nine, or 10, adjustable six. If you're not married, you have to compete, especially, especially. Danger zone. But if you are over age 35, if you're over age 35, you damn sure gotta compete. And why is this a problem? Because women over 35 still look at themselves as the younger versions of themselves. And they're like, what do I have to compete for? Guys still want to have sex with me? Sure they do. Sure they want to have sex with you. But how many men are actively trying to vet you to be their actual wife? Not nearly the amount that it was even 10 years before. Not nearly the amount as it even was 10 years before. So why is this such a problem? Well, because it's hard for women who have had, it's hard for modern women to uh, understand that the things that they've given their life for, their jobs, their fam, their families, and everything else don't matter a hill of beans to men. Not to the kind of men you want. Don't matter a hill of beans to men. What, what is... What does it mean to a man who doesn't care about your education or your, or your money? We don't need that. We need you to have to be fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive, a good reputation and a, and a healthy womb and a low body count. That's what high value men want. Oh, yes. So competition. Your body counts, your body count matters to a high value man that lowers your that lowers your SMV. It's part of your reputation. See, high value men, men who are looking to marry, they get to judge all these things. See, you have competition, ladies. High value men have options. And ladies don't like that. You have competition. They have options. Ladies, you have competition. High value men have options. High value men have options. They don't like it. Oh, they are mad. Look at them, ladies. Look at, look, look, look at them, guys. Young guys. 
And see, I want you young guys to really focus in on this. My guys between 18 and 30, I want you to focus like a laser. This is why you as a young man, you should spend less than 7% of your time dealing with women, even be concerned with them. You should be focusing on you, number one, your, your purpose. Focus like a laser on your purpose and delayed gratification. Don't allow yourself to get caught up with women who are at the peak of their sexual marketplace value and you're at the bottom of your sexual marketplace value. Do what you got to do to 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 get, get to get get your needs met, but keep it moving. Just wait till after thirty to when the curve inverts, because after thirty five, understand something, my young Thundercats, my hit squads, my my dudes out there, your Godfather's got your back. At that point, you start to have options, and she has competition, and this is where the this is where it starts to get real tight on women. Because there is a big difference at this point between the exception and the rule, the norm. See, a lot of women, once they cur the curve starts to invert after the wall, they start talking about the exception. This is when, well, it happened for this or that, or not all, not all, not all, not all. This is where not all and whataboutism comes in. Ladies, high-value men understand there's a big difference between the exception and the norm. But see, once you're past the wall, when your sexual marketplace value is dropping, you got to start worrying about the exception because that's what you are. That's the only, that's the that's the, the way you're likely in order for you to win, you got to become the exception because you mismanaged your time. You got to become the exception. Versus the norm. The norm is you just ain't gonna get what it is you thought you would deserve. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, I don't wanna say settle, somebody's gonna settle for you. See, if you're a man over 35, you should understand you're not her first choice. And you should be as pragmatic as possible and realize that somewhere, especially if she's pretty beautiful or gorgeous, she's likely an alpha widow. So you're actually getting used goods. And in order to make sure you end up getting your situation straight, you should always focus on you as number one. Your purpose is number two. She's a distant third. If she's there or she's gone, shouldn't change the way you move in this world. And that's a hard thing to learn, but it's, it's something you must learn, guys, and you focus on your, your 18 to 30. Learn to be alone. Learn to put your priorities first. Learn not to be moved by women's emotions and their up and down ways. Learn to only be learn to only care about what makes you more powerful, more influential, and raises your status among men. Women come along with all of that. See, you need to become the exception, gentlemen. Become the exception. Then you don't have to deal with the norm. And once a man makes himself high value, he's no, he's no longer, he's the exception. He's not the norm. And exceptional men don't expect norms. See, women don't like this because they want high value men to accept them as the norm. Well, you didn't accept the man when he was in process. See, I'm playing this game from the standpoint of a woman's not getting with the man when he's young and building. I'm playing it the way that it's in front of us, that you ladies are using hot girl summer and your youth and your beauty to your maximum advantage to where now you're getting to be over 25 years old in the danger, danger zone, zone, 27 to 35, and now you're looking for some guy to go ahead and take you off the market. You were certified pre-owned at best. 
at best. And gentlemen, run a vigorous background check on her. Run a check her whole facts, check her cat facts, because there is no reason to pay uh, full retail. None. I may make a lot of enemies today, but I don't care among the women because here's the thing. High value men have to make themselves high value. You ladies must maintain value. And there's something else high value men understand that women don't. Modern women don't. Modern women don't understand that there's a big freaking difference between possibility and probability. How many times do I talk to women and they're always talking about what's possible? We don't care what's possible. We care what's probable. And what is the probability that a woman with a diminished sexual marketplace value is going to get a high value man? Not freaking likely. What is the probability that a woman with who's overweight with multiple kids is going to get a man who's high value? Not very likely. The probability in our community of even women marrying is three, one out of four. That's regardless of socioeconomic status. So ladies, the higher up you want to go in a man's income, his, his, his uh, overall SMV, the higher up you need to be. Why, does the, why do these things bother women? Because so many women have mismanaged their youth. They listen to women tell them to go out and get a degree. I'm a PhD. They went out and got a degree, went and got themselves in all this student loan debt. They went out and, and decided to play a hard, a fast and loose with their, with their body and, and decided to diminish their ability to effectively pair bond and all this other kind. See, men who are looking for wives can judge your body count. Men, they can. I, what I do is irrelevant. But I'm saying men who are looking to marry can judge all of this. They can judge your fitness. They can judge your kids. They get to judge it all because you judge it all on them. Now, here is the question, ladies. Here's a question for you for modern women right now. What is your sexual marketplace value? Are you before the wall or are you after the wall? When you are danger zone... The danger zone is near wall and after wall. 30 years old, you are the wall. I don't care if black don't crack. You're still over 30. You're past the wall. What is your SMV? What is your wall status? The older you get, the harsh, the more competition you have. You have more competition because there is a, a, a woman turns 23 every day. You got more competition and you happen to be older and more set in your ways. So the likelihood of you getting what you want becomes far more the exception than the norm and the probability drops. Why is this important? Because if modern women really, really, truly moved in the dating world like reality, in line with reality, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. If I was Thanos and I could snap the reality stone and now modern women 
were really moving in the open dating market in line with their actual sexual marketplace value as men are judging it, we would have nothing else to talk about. Because you ladies would come into the marketplace in good faith, already knowing that you have to compete for the kind of man you hope to marry you. You would know that unless you're in the top 10% of all female earners, you will not make enough money to live on until you die. That means a man is not an, is not an option. He is a requirement. I love this show, Why the Last Man Standing, because you see a world of a world without men. And you're starting to see how women will really move. And even in that, that show was canceled, by the way, because it became so freaking woke and so over the top. The reality is, ladies, you have been told that you don't need men. Well, fine. If you don't need men, why are you even watching this content? Why do you care what men think? But the truth is, gentlemen, women care deeply how men think. And so many women are have simply moved themselves out of contention for the kind of man they want. And they have so much ego that they cannot accept the kind of man that they actually qualify for. They think they are settling for you. And they don't realize that you as the average man would be doing her a favor. Why is this important? Because I understand not all men are going to achieve high value status. 10% of men at best, the top 20% of men who want to get into the top 10%. But, but because I am a man and I advocate for men. I'm not going to I stand up for my for my guys. And I posted this the other day. I posted this the other day. Oh, man, y'all, y'all like, man, these face apps, these face apps and filters are from the devil. I posted a, a age down picture of me. Wow. Young people's attitude towards marriage is changing. And here's why it matters. Compared to other groups, more young adults view marriage as old fashioned and out of date. Although more than half agree that it makes for better family or children. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a young man, if you're under 30, if you're 35 or under, you shouldn't be worried about marriage anyway. And honestly, I'm going to do a show, might do a show on Thanksgiving, is marriage for average men. Because I honestly do not recommend marriage for, uh, I don't want to say that. And I want to back off of that. You ladies need to understand the way uh, Big Mom and them and your mom and your grandmother and all they did the world. Execute Order 66. The way women have uh, uh, dragged uh, men through the, through, the, through the mud to where is there any honor in being a stepfather these days? Uh, I have not heard a woman make a good case for it. Is there any honor in being a stepfather? And the risk is on the men's side. So, if you are going to, if you're going to have children, if you want, if you want to have children in a legacy, that means 
marriage is becoming an increasingly elite institution. But I want to, I want you ladies to hear from the young women, from the women's side and the men's side. I don't, I have, I don't hear women saying they want to marry average men. So if you're an average man, what are you to do? Marry a, marry a group of women who don't want you? One of the worst things we can do as men is to be with women who don't want us. I've been in that position too. I have simped. I have been. I have done stuff. I've tried to. I've been in the friend zone. I've done all that kind of stuff. And I will tell you, gentlemen, don't do it. Never do that. It's never a good idea. I said at two weeks old, stop trying to win women over. And see, that's the beautiful thing about becoming a high value man. You don't have to win women over. You deal with the women who show interest in you and want to get on your program and approving their worth to you. See, you had to work to become a high value man. You don't have to work for a woman. A woman has to work for your last name. She has to work for your ring. She has to work for your commitment. And this is the, this is the shout out to Coin Brown. This is the Dulo twist. This is the game. Because we grew up in Disney and told, I mean, we were told that it was us that needed to do the other. That's why they hate these channels. They hate the channels where we start telling men, no, 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 no. If you have made yourself in the top 20%, top 10% of men, the rules are different for you. The rules are different for you. You're special. I'm talking to my, my, my Henry's over here, my high earners, not rich yet. I'm talking to my men who are confident, intelligent, and assertive. I'm talking to my hit squad, my Henry's in training. You are special. You are different. You deserve everything that the world has to offer and more because you are a leader or a future leader of industry and the world. It is men like you that give the rest of the world meaning. You're the future job creators. You're the future CEOs, the future executives, the future Congress people, the future leaders. You are the men that make the world possible. And you deserve better than just what these what average women think you deserve. No. See, if we were 500, 1,000 years ago, men in this category would have damn near been royalty. Well, now, whether you were born into the monarchy or not, irrelevant, you would have been an earl, a duke, nobility. You would have been the mod you're modern day nobles. Thank you. You are modern day nobles. How Samuels confers the off how Samuels confers the the rank of House Henry. You are a member of House Henry. Thank you very much. Move through the world like you belong to House Henry. I don't care. I ain't listen. I ain't looking in the chat room. I could care less what women are saying about it because they do. Most women do not want you moving this way because it puts them squarely in a position where they got to compete. It puts them squarely in a position where you have options, you have leverage. Well, guess what? Why? Because it's your turn now, gentlemen. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. And when winter is here and you are high value, you are in that top 20%, top 10%, you have options, you have leverage. Use them for your benefit.
Oh, I know the women are losing their minds right now. That's right. House Henry. What do we say? I've said it on my on my Patreon. I love the Game of Thrones. And I've said it before. If we had a mascot, he would be Tywin Lannister. I'm going to steal this from Tywin. Wolf, lions don't concern themselves with the opinion of sheep. Now, see, what you want is the women who are who are getting excited by hearing this kind of stuff. What you want is women who like men who exert themselves, who do this kind of stuff. The women who are saying you're misogynistic and who hurt you and your mama this that. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. They they ain't they ain't attractive enough to date you no way. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. Stop it. Who hurt you? I got beans, greens, potatoes. You're, you don't like her mom. You're gay. Don't, don't, don't. You, you, you can walk faster than she can run. Just keep on walking. Shirley can't catch you. Her gal gonna flare up in a minute. Don't worry about it. Keep on going. Keep going. Keep walking on that. Keep on, keep on walking. Keep on moving. And the beautiful thing is once you pass 30, the light will come on. But at age 35 and the gray starts to come in and such and so forth. But when you hit that golden age of 40 and you realize, oh, 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 oh the world is yours at 40. Because now you have, now you're still young enough to make decisions, but you're wise enough to, to understand the decisions you should make. See, these are things that high value men know that modern women don't. And the problem was we never had a way for men to tell younger men this stuff unless it came from father to son or through generations. We never had a way for men to tell women, this is how men think, act accordingly. Ladies, understand something. I left the chat room open today for not just members, for, for subscribers. You know why? Because the men who fall in this category don't care what you think about this stuff. We don't care. We don't care because this is how we're going to move anyway. And we'll deal. And once you throw your temper tantrum and stomped off, stomped off, whatever, we'll deal with what's left because what's left is choosing to be there. If you don't like it, cool. You don't have to like it. Pick Misha will still be around. But pick Misha's get picked. We like pick me's. We like pick me, and I call them mammies now, which is opposite. We like all of those things. Y'all can run off to your channels and your girls groups and call us all gay. And and, and cool, great. Uh huh. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go. They're gonna go Black Friday shopping and buy each other gifts. I'm telling you, 2022 self improvement is sexy. This is the last year. A lot of pick mishas and a lot of a lot of House Henrys will be alone. They're finding each other because the women are slowly starting to say, you know what? I'm good with it. Oh, all I gotta do is stay fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive, and then I got some, oh, what? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yoga, Pilates, be sexually active. Yeah, not play games. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys. There's always a method to my madness. 
There's always a method to my madness. And the method is, ladies, you are now on the men, you're now in a men's area. You are free to leave. You're free to leave if you don't like it, because understand something. I'm going to go ahead and tip, tip it into the next thing. Let's rock this on down. Uh, young guys, under 35, just sit back and fall back. Fall back for fall back for a second, because I need you to listen to something. I'm about to I'm about to talk with the older men. How high value men think and move is completely different. The two things high value men have to master being alone in their emotions. And here's the thing, especially if you were not raised with a strong male leader, it is going to be an ongoing battle in your life. You will slip, you will fall, but you'll, but the time in between corrections becomes smaller and smaller. As long as you don't make any permanent mistakes with temporary females, you're okay. Because high value men or men who would be high value think and move differently. They're ruthless and they're savage when it comes, they're ruthless savages when it comes to going after what they want and this whole mating and dating game of power. They Because you have to be. Because as soon as you become overly emotional or off of your square, everything is at risk. Everything is at risk. This is why it's so important to have men-only spaces where men can talk man stuff, where we can eat, where we can smoke cigars, eat meat, fart, and belch. And the world is finally starting to realize, you know what? We need to have let men, men need to have their own spaces because guarantee you, every, every place that's a man-only space, women want to, women want to get in there. Why? Because that's where the power is. That's where the influence is. Why is that? Why is it in a world to where you're the most equal, the most educated, the most liberated, the most free ever? You ladies still want to come where we are. No, Twin Peaks and Hooters belongs to us. Go make your own. They always want to be where we are, gentlemen. Don't you get it? See, you grew up in a world to where ladies' night was there, and we had to we had to go to ladies' night and buy the drink, and ladies got free. But what you didn't understand is it's your turn after a certain time. Over thirty-five, it's your turn. They want to be where you are. Just watch. Go to if you could in a if you if you could in a non creepy way, just watch kids play on the playground. Watch what happens when boys are on one side, girls on the other side. The boys will be doing what they're doing, and inevitably the girls are gonna go where the boys are. They can have the coolest stuff. The boys just got a little club, a little little treehouse, and the girls gonna want to come over there because they love being around us. Well, cool. Come on. We like y'all being around us too, but you're going to be around us on our terms. Come on over to the treehouse, Darla, but you need to bring some lemonade and some sandwiches. We don't need you in here trying to make the treehouse. Come on over here with the lemonade and the sandwiches. Woman, get back in here and make me a sandwich.
Did I not make myself clear? They call you misogynist, gentlemen. You're on the right track. If they call you gay, you're on the right track. If they say you hate your mama, you're on the right track. If they say who hurt you, you're on the right track. Do more of that shit. Because the women who are calling you that, you don't want them anyway. The women who aren't saying anything, those are the women who are like, oh my God, that turns me on. Oh, yeah, those, yeah, yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. Remember that song? I am woman, hear me roar, and numbers too big to ignore. Well, now, guess what? Where is it? Flash, flash. Hear my womanly roar! Oh. Yeah! Strange enough, 2021, it's time to tell guys, you're men, hear you roar. Roar! What was it? What was it? What was the motto of House Lannister? House Lannister's motto. And guys, House Lannister's motto. House Lannister's House Lannister's motto. Hear me roar. Make no bones about. See, some guys, some high value men are, are see there are three kinds of three kinds of there's three male archetypes, okay? Three prominent male archetypes. The kind of archetype I fall into will be considered refined. Refined men tend to be the guys who have to do more of the diplomatic role. And whether you agree or not, they tend to open up territories and open up opportunities. Then there is the rakish guy. The rakish guy is, tends to be a little bit more of He tends to be a little bit more, um, well, let's talk about the rogue. The rogue tends to be a little bit more like Han Solo, the more, much more of the maverick. And then the, the, the rakish guy tends to, to march to the beat of his own drum, but he's not as much of a maverick. Refined rakish and rogue. Rakish. Rakish. Dashing. Jaunting, slightly disreputable. You know, Johnny Depp plays the rake very well. Rogue. What is going on here? So, rogue meaning... Rogue, masculine, archetype. Understanding what your understanding what you primarily fall into is important, guys, because the world would the world would try to demonize it. The world would try to really demonize it. The rake is a man who is socially masculine. He influences individual people. By his will, he, he influences individual people 
to his will by means of his attitude, charisma, and disdain for the rules of society and beholden to another man. Look, that is the rake. The rake, uh, a lot of a lot of times the rake would be considered almost, uh, I don't want to use Sigma male or those kind of those kind of designations, but it's different. Um, I, I'm going to print this out. I'm going to print this out. Understanding and understanding what your what your style is matters. It matters because refined, rakish, or refined, rakish, and rugged, rugged rogue. It depends. The refined man, understand the refined man is one who is financially and intellectually masculine and influentially masculine. He bends the world to his will by means of his connections, his money, his political and social power. He's capable of mixing both direct and subtle elements to accomplish his ends and has. That's why I love, that's why guys follow me and they're like, sometimes you like some of the stuff you, that you see me do. Sometimes you're not going to like the things you see me do. Because I move to the refined archetype. If you are a rakish archetype, yo, you're a sellout, you this, you that, because you have a disdain for the things that I do well. But there's a need for guys who do what I do. The rugged. The rugged, uh-uh, let's see, rugged. The rugged man who is physically masculine, he bends nature to his will by brute force and his caveman attitude uh, that brooks no nonsense. And the bottom line is, no matter how you slice it, those three groups of men, those three archetypes, they've been called several different things, but all of them accomplish things but in their own masculine way. A lot of guys would not sit her in a suit because you're much more, you disdain order. You disdain, or you may be more natural. But then at the end of the day, where we end up failing as men is we fight amongst ourselves over what's better. Refined, rakish, or rogue. Don't, we don't do that shit. Women don't do that shit, and we don't either. It all has its place. And see, that's one of the things that I I need you guys to understand so much. Your place is your place. But anytime you end up fighting against men, you're not helping men. Why is this important? Because especially in a world that does not champion men or champion men having preference, by removing, by making making the things that men can have fundamentally scarce, you feel like you have to fight over what makes a man? French toast that. It's our ours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. You are willing to go out and get it, make it, acquire it, do it, build it, be it. It's yours. Women, the women who get down with men who move like this will make themselves known. The women who don't get down like this will, they will make, you will hear them but they're likely not the ones you want to deal with anyway. And the funny part is the women who talk the most when they're around their girlfriends are the one in your DMs or sending you emails or slipping around the back way trying to get some of you. 
understand something. Hear me roar. Hear you roar. You may not be there, but you have, but as long as you're on in process on the way there, keep your eye on that prize. Work with like-minded men. Work with God. The refined, rugged rake. You need all of them. Like I said, I, I was on the phone earlier today with a conference call with other men. I know the role I play and I love my role. I would never try to be the rake or the rugged. That's not the difference. That's not me. But all of it, masculine gets itself done. This is why I would say that if you want to help men move to the next level, the last thing you need to be doing is arguing amongst men. Just don't, what do, what do you guys hear me say? I never beef. I've got people I don't like. I got people I disdain. I got people that, but I would never say it. I would never say it. And even behind closed doors, I don't say it. Why? Because it's more than about me. When men are the best versions of themselves, the world is a better place for men and women. So just like I talked about reclaiming black men into the community who were who have been isolated, we're reclaiming everybody. Hey, 2020, 2022, self-awareness is sexy. Ladies, understand something. This high value thing is a mindset. And yes, gentlemen, you are not high value. You must make yourself high value. So people will say you're trying to fake it till you make it. When you're in process, pay them no mind. Pay them no mind because what they're trying to do is they're trying to throw you off the path so you'll stick back and be average like them. So you'll sit there and won't try to move forward. And it's generally people because, they, because they're more comfortable with you there. Because if you make yourself the best version of you, it flashes a big it flashes a big mirror up to them. They could have done something differently, male or female. Again, when people are insulting you, you're on the right path. Lastly, ladies, the things I'm talking about, if you really are a woman who wants to if you're a woman, this should not be an insult. Men and women aren't enemies. None of the things I talk about should really insult you. That what do you hear? He's right on the message, wrong on the tone. And then you hear people go off and start parroting and saying things that I never say. Because it's easier to it's easier to have a grievance than have a solution. It's easier to talk about that other than doing other than saying, you know what? He's right. 185 pounds is too much. For the average woman. At what point can men say anything? Let's just do, let's just do this, shall we? Uh, five foot ten is seventy inches, right? Seventy inches, seventy inches tall. Hundred eighty, hundred and seventy five pounds divided by seventy inches. It's two and a half pounds per inch. Two and a half pounds per inch. 
Okay. So, two and a half pounds per inch. What was I thinking? How tall would you need to be to make to be two and a half pounds per inch at 250 pounds? So let's say 225 pounds divided by two point. Uh, it's 90 inches, 90 inches tall, 90 inches tall. <laughs> If you were 220, let's just say you were 225 pounds, right? Let's do simple math. Let's do simple math. Let's say you were 250 pounds, right? Divided by two and a half. That's 100 inches. That's 100, that's 100 inches divided by 12. A man who's 250 pounds, if he just were height, weight adjusted, for normality, would be eight feet three inches. So when you hear women talking at 250 pounds, if you adjusted that to be the normal height weight average, a man would need to be eight foot three. The math defeats them. There's two and a half pounds per inch. So let's say a woman who's 187 pounds divided by two and a half. Wow. Divided by 12. I mean, yeah. 187 pounds divided by 2.5. No, that's not right. 187 pounds. Yeah, that's right. 187 pounds. 187 pounds divided by 2.5, 74 inches. So divided by 12. So a woman that a woman that's five foot four, 187 pounds, height weight adjusted, she would be six three. <laughs> six three. Oh my god. Oh my god. So if you're five foot four and 187 pounds, you are the weight of a man that's six foot two. <laughs> oh my God, what the hell? Oh, Shirley, what you gonna eat tomorrow, girl? What you gonna eat tomorrow? I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits, you name it! I think you might need to fast tomorrow, Shirley. Shirley, you gonna fast tomorrow? Let's open it up. Let's open it up. I want to hear from the, all right, guys, here, here we roar. Ladies, it's your time to talk. What don't you, what don't you agree with? What did I miss, ladies? What did I miss? What did I miss? What, what's wrong with it? Do you understand the sexual marketplace value? What's your number? Do you got an issue with the wall? Do you have an issue with competition versus options? Do you, have, do you have an issue with probability versus possibility? Do you have an issue with exception versus the norm? Should your weight matter? 
Should your, should your womb matter? Should your children matter? Should your character, should your body count or your reputation matter? Let's get to it. Because at the end of the day, ladies, it's all about you. Because the men are going to be all right. The men are in process. And when men make them, themselves the best version of themselves, women tend to make themselves found. You don't see many high-value men complaining about the lack of uh, women out there. You don't. They may, they may not like um, the geography, but they don't, they don't tend to complain about uh, women being available. They just may have to do it. It's not as necessarily as easy as it was when our, when our grandparents and stuff was coming up. But much better to be a high-value man uh, and deal with what they have to deal with, especially if they made themselves the best version of themselves. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get into it, ladies. Happy Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holiday season. Let's talk. Money work.
can't hear you there we go i can i can now how are you hi what's your first name all right how old are you how old are you your age 27 all right what do you got for me Okay, I said, what do you got for me? What, what What's going on? I don't know what's going on here. <clears throat> Let's see, testing, 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 testing. All right, so how old are you again, did you say? All right, what are we talking about today? Recently getting out of a marriage, I was married five years. And so I would say maybe for the past year or so, I've called myself getting out into this dating world. But it's very interesting because I feel like I'm living this Benjamin Button life where I've come from this married life where I've had, you know, somebody to take care of me and X, Y, Z things didn't work out because of fidelity and abuse and domestic things like that. But I think that overall, I'm a pretty good woman. But I hear you say like, you know, I was just watching a few videos and you were saying that men nowadays, they, you know, they want that traditional wife. But here I am, I am that traditional wife. And that's what I'm used to being. And that's what I want to be. Any children? But you have these... Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Do you have any children? I do. I have two children. Okay, so what's going on? Why am I hearing this popping sound? I'm not sure. Is that better? Uh, <clears throat> we'll try it. So, not really. Oh, hold on just a second. Okay. Don't know, guys, what's going on, but we'll see if that makes it any better. We'll unplug everything. So why'd you leave the marriage? Um, so we were married five years, but um, 
he did have fidelity issues as well as domestic violence issues. Okay, so fidelity. Um, were, were did you cheat or did he cheat? He cheated. Okay, go ahead. Yes, he did cheat. And when I asked him, you know, of course, as a woman, you asked, you know, well, why? What were the issues? And what it boiled down to was his own personal things, his own things that he had to go through. But towards this thing where he no longer wanted to be, to be this traditional wife, it's, oh, well, go and find a job, go get a job. So I go and I well, sell. Hold on, and hold, I just hold on, hold on. I want to be clear. You said that he cheated and there was domestic violence. What are you talking about? I'm talking about somebody very rude and mean and nasty to call me names verbally, physically hit on me. It, it was horrible. I don't know if you want me to go into detail. Well, I mean, I'm not, was it for the police involved? That's all I really want to know. Mm-hmm. I was what? I'm sorry? Were the police involved? Yes. I had to get a protective order. And you were married I, how long? I'm sorry? You Can you not hear me? I can hear you now. Were, how long were you married? We were married five years. Well, actually, six. So how long were you together before marriage? Before marriage, we knew each other in high school, kind of on and off. And then after graduating and we got a little older, we finally decided to. I, I don't know how, to, how, how long that is. On and off for about four years, but nothing serious. I would say it was more so on the friendship I'm always, side. I'm always curious. And I'm always curious to why when you ladies get married, it seems like, I don't know, guys just become Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Huh. Sometimes it, it seems so. But you know what? As a woman and as a human being, I have to take responsibility because there's certain things that maybe there were red flags. Yes, I was well, young. Maybe, so okay, I my, okay, I'm, I'm, okay. I give myself grace, though. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I also have to ask the question now. I mean, rarely do this stuff just comes from nowhere. So, and the way the women talk about this stuff, it's like I'm just sitting here eating a sandwich, babysitting, doing something for a kid. Then all of a sudden, this whirlwind comes through the door. Mm -hmm. That's not how human beings interact. So, do you do you have anything in it? I mean, was, was there? Was there oh, no, no, as far as like, no, I was, I'm not a physical person. I'm a very soft spoken person. If anything, I've learned to speak up for myself more these past couple of years, but he had different triggers and his family knows, I think now uh, that okay. he's getting older, these are things we can discuss right. now. Like, All right. Well, uh, no. let's just, let's just go ahead. And so, so how long have you been divorced? We are, we just ended it, but we've been separated for about two years now. So how's dating going? How was I'm dating? <laughs> mm -hmm. Dating, dating, dating. So dating has been very interesting. Um, I felt like I've met some great candidates. And maybe when I was first dating, I was in the position to, you know. Great, great candidates. What does that mean? Good candidates. I mean, like, as far as, like, different attributes that I'm looking for as far as personality. What can you bring to the table? What is it like when we just sit? You know, sometimes I think people get so caught up in conversation, but 
that's not everyday life. Like if if we're hanging two, out, you have yeah. two children. I do have two children. Yes. How, how tall are you? How I'm five six. Dress size. I I'm sorry, bra size. I'm dress size, dress size, dress not bra, dress. Oh, breast size. Yes. Um, like small, like thirty two. Dress, 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 dear, dress. Oh, dress. I'm so sorry. I just couldn't hear you. Oh, I'm a size like two, three, maybe. I'm I'm slender. I'm tall, beautiful legs. Like, you know, like natural hair. I get it blown out. You know, like. No. So have you had any therapy yourself? I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. Can you not hear me? Some some things um I can't hear. Okay. But I can hear you now. Now I can hear you. I'm on Bluetooth, a speakerphone or something. You are on speak. It's Zoom call. It had me. No, no, um, I mean on your end. Am I on Bluetooth or speaker? No, yes, you're on speaker because it's a Zoom call via okay. my uh, phone. So I don't know what's going on with the mic. <clears throat> so I'm always okay. So okay, I'm about to end this because this thing is acting up over here. So, um. Have you had therapy yourself? Have I ever thought for myself? Therapy. Oh, therapy. Um, actually, yes. I, I do a lot of meditation. I do a lot of therapy for myself and things like that. I I I went to that healing point because I didn't want to no. bring myself. Have you to been in with a, have you been with in with a therapist? Yes. Yes. A clinician? How long are you? Oh, not- do I have a clinician? No, I don't have any conditions, no. Yes, no, I don't have any conditions. I was saying a clinician. Have you sat down with a psychologist? Yes. What happened? Um, We spoke about different traumas and different coping <clears throat> different ways to cope and how you know maybe how maybe one thing affects you know another and how maybe that may have led my you know led to different ways of thinking and getting myself into certain situations right it all boils down to that childhood trauma and learning to love yourself so now in the dating world, do you think you're ready to date? Now I do. I think initially when I was first dating, maybe I wasn't as emotionally available as I thought. But now that I've done, <clears throat> excuse me, some self-growth. Well, I'm always curious when I hear women talk. And I try to be as reasonable as I can be. But I'm also, uh, if you're not, if you're just now starting a date, and it's, where's he at? Mm-hmm. Where's he? I can't, it was a little choppy right there. It was a little crunchy. Your, so your question. Is, 